0: for joining me for another episode of the Joy for Ministry podcast. You know, we want to bring out so many voices so we can support and encourage each other on this journey of ministry. Here is part two of my conversation with Lindsay and Patty. Stay tuned for Patty's answer to can you have friends in ministry? So here's a big question. Friends in ministry. Yes or no? Yes. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yes, Lindsay, who you looking at? Yes, definitely. Um, we, yeah, we, um, we, we, we have friends. We need friends. We, we thrive on friendships, and most of them, a lot of them, started out through mentoring, Hmm. just spending time with people, having people in our home. Um, we've, we were just always big on that. Um, we had the first pastor that we worked for, um, told us not to have friends. Wow. And we were young and just had a bit, you know, a, a, Lindsay was like three in our first, we first ministry. And he, I guess maybe they had been burned. I don't know, but we just thought we can't, we can't live that way just yeah. isolated or just whatever. And so um, we have made lifelong friends that we have in every place we've been um, that have been part of the joy of our, of ministry
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was just sharing life with, with our friends and having people. And um,
2: some of the greatest memories and some of the funniest times and, you know, just amazing, amazing people. But you guys also were wise about who you trusted with, mm. you know, you had lots of friends, but you had discernment to, to know yeah. <laughs> who you could yeah. trust with this, your, your serious heart things and then who were fun friends. And yeah, that was, that was okay for it to just be that,
1: you know, Yeah. you have to have yeah. that. Too. Yeah. You had to, you had to learn, you had to have wisdom in friendships, which I think you see, you everybody has to you know? just yeah. wife you know I mean yeah. you have you have different levels of friends some people that you just really you know you just share, share your soul with it's like you know you're you're closest you know you could tell them anything and they would keep a confidence and then there's others that you just you know hey let to go out for a cup of coffee or do a movie or something right. it's just a fun friendship you filling time and I can remember when my kids were little um I would have friends, their parent, them, like my kids, friends, their parent or mom would be my friend. And there were some times I could just handle only so much, you know, you just, so those were that kind of, I mean, it's just, you right. know, I don't know, Joy, if you know that I wrote a book. Um, and in that book, I do a, a whole chapter on friendships. And Can you know,
0: you wrote a book. Can, what's What's the name of it?
1: Oh, it's my favorite word. And you've already said it seasons. Okay. Yeah. It's never, I mean, it's it's a, it's a sweet little book. <laughs> it's right, is. Lynn's, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But yeah, so it's a lot of, you know, talk, I talk a lot about raising kids and about just the things that we've learned. I talk about friendships, I talk about my sisters, I you know, talk about letting go. Like how do you let go when your kids leave? Yeah. And you know, just a lot of those kinds of things. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited. Can I put a, do, is it available for purchase? Can you get this book?
1: Well, I have this book, but I've never known how to promote it. So I've never, I've sold quite a few when I go to speak, like if I, before we retire, when I was speaking at women's things or whatever. Um, yes. But I never got, got it on like, um. how do you sell books online? Amazon, Amazon? or is it? Yeah. yeah, or any any of that stuff. I never, I never, I never tried to. I just never did. But so she's, I still got, have she's got. She's got. A couple of right? a couple of boxes.
2: Yeah. So we got books. We got books. <laughs> we got books. <laughs> we <laughs> got books, listen,
0: people. We've got books. If you listen to this podcast, <laughs> email me, and I'll uh, we'll get you a book. Can I? I would like a book. Do I get a book?
1: Absolutely. You
2: will get You might even get yourself an autographed book, Joy.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I yes, love will that. will an autograph book.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then yeah, and so if anybody we can get information out to anybody who wants a book. I'm I love that I'm I've been communicating with this woman who just wrote a book called The Minister's Wife. Huh? Um and she talks to it's just about different I'm I'm partway mm-hmm. through the book, but it's just her story. And I love hearing people's stories and any Anything that you can say to somebody that's walking through those things, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's helpful. Absolutely.
1: Oh, I know. I'm actually walking. You can see me.
0: Oh, here it is. I'm so excited! Wow, <laughs> oh, awesome. I, actually, I would. Yeah. Go I ahead. would love that. I would love to have a copy of that.
1: I will send you one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's very cool. good. So it's I'm. Got a lot of- it's got a lot of practical wisdom
2: and encouragement and um, it's, an, it's an easy read. It's it's an enjoyable, just, it flows. It's great. Yeah. It's a great book. Good job, mom. She has to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she doesn't.
0: That's true. I don't. But I did and I really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. so I love your answer about friendships and ministry. It's so... the the different things that I hear. Some women are adamant, you'll get hurt. You cannot have this. Other women say, no, this is my best friends are in the church. So Mm -hmm. I love how you you talk about, you know, even you, Lindsay, talking about like you, not every friendship looks the same Mm -hmm. and knowing when to have a close friendship and when to have Mm -hmm. a casual friendship. So that's, that's so good. And I think women, I have gotten
1: hurt. I mean, everybody, you know, that's part of life, right? Yeah, Everybody gets hurt. But I remember when Lindsay was going through that deep depression and, and she talked about it in your last podcast, but um, you know, I, I suggested to her, I encouraged her to reach out to her close friends for prayer and just for support because she was like, Withdrawing and you know wanting to isolate herself, and I I just felt like it was so important. I knew that she had friends that would want to just yeah. be surround her, you know. With however, and she said some of them, some some people brought her food or just dropped over, whatever. And um, you know, th- those friends were very key and very important
0: during that time in her life. Mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah. good. So if you could go back and tell yourself three things when you first started out in ministry, what would they be?
1: Oh, I did write something down about that. Um, I can't remember what I, what I wrote down though. Hold on. Um, three things. Okay. Tell me, ask the question again.
0: So if you could, so your, your new brand new self in ministry, you're just starting out knowing what you know now, what would you go back and tell yourself?
1: Okay. Well, once again, don't compare yourself to others. Okay, that's I think very important. I think, you know, if I, I know I know Ray used to say that to me all the time, but you know that was something that just had to get seated deep seated in my own heart. Um, and then um, another thing is don't get offended. Don't don't be offended easily. Um, don't take on personal offense you know, about things that happen in the church or things that happen to your husband or, or done to him. Um, I think it's very important that we don't walk around carrying an offense. Yes. Um, and then um, the other thing is just to be yourself. It took me so long to even find out who myself was. Yeah. But to be yourself, and I had to learn how to rein things in I can be a little bit out of the box. And so I, you know, I, in order to learning how to be myself, but then also being, being an example, you know, not, not like that going to the lower level at times, you know, just being myself. And I had a good friend who I had lunch, have, have lunch with every once in a while. And she used a phrase that I love and I wished I had, I wished, Somebody had said this to me while I was when I was younger, and that is stay in your lane. Mm. Stay in your lane. Find out who you are. Figure out who you are. Don't try to be everybody else. Don't try to have everybody else's gifts. Just know who you are and do that well. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so good. And everything that you said, all those three things goes back to that word intentional. Those are mm. all things that you have to be intentional about.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. good.
1: <laughs> but, so
0: what is something that has been rewarding about being in ministry?
1: Um being rewarding. What is rewarding? Um, <clears throat> well, I would have to say are the relationships, the people that um that we've met and the people that we've been able to share our life with. And um You know, some people see um, ministry as a disadvantage for their family, but I feel like it's been a great blessing. My kids have had people in our home. Hospitality is huge. And I know it's different now with COVID, everything is different, but we just had people in our home all the time. You know, now I know that when, you know, churches have guest speakers or missionaries or whatever, they're always housing them in hotels and things like that. We had them in our home. And we got to know them, and they were able to influence and have, have influence on my kids and um, missionaries. And, um, you know, we've had unwed mothers live with us, and we've had wow. kids that were kicked out of their houses, you know, when we were youth pastors live with us. And, you know, I feel like these are all threads of of a tapestry, you know, that whole thing, um, that have been so enriching, you know, in right. our lives and in my kids' lives, too.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Love that. Yeah. So what would you say, as we're winding down, any parting words to somebody, to a woman in ministry who's listening and trying to find her place as a pastor's wife and struggling with her identity? What is something, a place that she can start?
1: Um, I was thinking about that question and, um, so I, I've never, I've really never loved the, the words pastor's wife because, so what I would say is that is don't be defined by those words, you know, um, you know, we, we are not just a pastor's wife, know who you are as a woman, as a woman of God, um, know what your strengths are, what your gifts are, um and thrive in those you know thrive in those things that feed your soul that bring you life and enjoyment you know do those things i don't you know the whole pastor's wife thing um i never i just i never identified myself by that you know mm. i was um other things you know that right. was just one of the things that i was and um I think that so many, you know, through the years, I've seen so many miserable pastor's wives Mm. and so many times I feel like it's because they're they just, they feel like they have to fit in this mold, whatever it is, and they can't just be themselves. They won't be accepted. They won't be good enough. They won't be whatever. They just, they won't be, you know, they'll never measure up to those words, the pastor's wife. know what does that mean like who cares you know we are we're we're no we're just we're no different and we're just following a different call in our life you know a different obedience to god's call whether you know if god calls you to be a doctor's wife or a lawyer's wife or a a, you know or a school teacher's wife or whatever that's not who you are right you know so So that, that's what I you know that's what I would say you have to find you know those things that that bring that bring you life because I feel like the life is smothered out of so many of us mm-hmm. it's just snuffed out yeah by expectations by the church by um other people by um even by you know not, not healthy relationships that you know with our husbands um right. so yeah so that's good.
0: I find that, I was just talking to somebody else about this, that, you know, I I named this ministry Joy for Ministry because there is so much joy in doing ministry, but I find that through the the struggles of it and the challenges that people have lost that, that joy and it's become a burden or it's become, they've become bitter and they don't know how to get that joy back. And I think um, like you said, so much of it is just, you know, being obedient, being yourself, all all these things that you spoke of, like just fleeing from that comparison mm-hmm. game and just going back to just the basics of serving God, you know, loving people, serving, people. you know, going back to that and finding joy again in ministry. Yeah. And that's what my hope is. And I feel like all these things that you've said and the wisdom that you've imparted um, just bring so much joy. And so I'm so thankful that you came on and you shared.
1: Thank you. I, you know, my husband's been awesome. Like through the years, he's never pressured me to do things that I don't feel like I want to do. I mean, we all have to do things we don't want to do right. At some point you just do, but um, as far as ministry things, like he's never made me lead a choir or yeah. <laughs> I mean, just do be his secretary. That would have been, Yes. Not good, But uh, just, you know, any th- of these things, he's allowed me to allow the things that I loved, which was our home and having people in our home and mentoring women, you know, just getting together with women one-on-one. I was so much, oh, I did want to mention this. Can I have one, say one more thing? Yes. About the insecurities in the beginning days and some of the regrets, things I did not do well. I got a good one. <laughs> I let fear so much fear stopped me from so many things. Yeah, I know that, I know that God has given me a gift, you know, of being, it's the, it's the same gift Lindsay has, just being real and honest yeah. with people. And, and God given wisdom just in pr- normal life with sharing with people things that are, we say common sense is not common. A lot of people don't have any common yeah. sense, you know? So um, I just, you know, I just I don't know. I just think that um you know he he just let me be myself. He let me minister the way I felt called to minister and the things that I loved to do and it worked, you know, it didn't suck the life out of me.
0: Yeah.
1: And it brought life to me and joy and mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Can I say one thing with yeah. that? You know, you guys committed the the hard work of marriage and the hard work of raising children. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has become an even greater challenge today too, because the easier thing to do, I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings here, not meaning to, (laughs) um, the easier thing to do is to put your kid in front of a screen Mm -hmm. and have yourself a couple hours of whatever you wanna do. That's the easier thing to do. And I'm not saying that should never happen. I'm not saying that, but it's more difficult to let them be doing stuff around the house that's creative, but maybe causing a mess. Or they're playing outside and so they might be arguing a little bit, which that arguing sound makes me crazy. It gets on my nerves so much, but it means my kids are figuring life out and they're figuring relationship out and they're figuring mm-hmm. conflict out. Or yeah. I can set them in front of the TV where there's no sound and they're both, you know, zombies, but they're not arguing, but they're zombies, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: There's so much. That's a whole different podcast, but um, <laughs> I think... One of the successes that I am living off of from my parents' commitment, and I'm saying living off of it because I feel like it's given me so much strength as a person, having grown up in a home like this, which now we're, we're duplicating by God's grace in, in yeah. our home to pass on to our kids, um, is just that idea that first of all, we are going to do the hard work of marriage. and. Yeah. I remember when Brian stepped into the role as the lead pastor, we talked a long time about what that might look like. And we committed to each other that, you know, he could have been very type A. It's very much in his nature. And that scared me to death because I thought if he becomes married to the church and that becomes priority over our marriage and our relationship, I'm done with this church. We're out. Yeah. And we committed to that together. Like if that ever got to that point, Together, we would remove ourselves so that we could get our priority straight. And then the hard work of being intentional in raising our kids. It's louder. It's messier. It's more inconvenient. It's more exhausting. Yeah. But yeah. the rewards are eternal, you know? Right. Um, and so I think that that is something, aside from ministry, that you guys did so well is committing to the hard work the real life stuff it's the harder road um it's the more exhausting road but you know like where do we get this idea that our life should like be a vacation every day like that's just not reality you know but that's kind of crept into as a parent that's kind of crept into our culture that if something is difficult or loud, or noisy, or messy. Put them in front of a screen. It's easier. It's quieter. And what a disservice we are doing mm-hmm. to our children, you
0: know? Yeah. yeah. So well, it's, it's interesting to even going further. Sometimes putting our kids in front of a screen or leaving them home alone so we can go do ministry. Mm-hmm. And that was something <laughs> that we talked about in our in that podcast. I was telling you about Lindsay was. Um, talking to our other my other friends who have been on this podcast and I brought up past episodes and I said we were talking about raising kids and we were talking about what you said Lindsay about not sacrificing your kids on the altar of ministry and I have been guilty of that I have been all have of, been guilty of that <laughs> but you think like it's somehow adding to your success or like you had talked mm-hmm. about Patty you know you compare yourself to the church that you know they started and they're booming and somehow mm-hmm. you think, you know and it doesn't look bad you're going out and you're doing ministry but you're right. leaving you know and there has to be this balance and i think right. you know even doing joy for ministry mm-hmm. like it's a good thing but when it's out when i'm out of balance and i mm-hmm. i lean that way if i'm being honest i lean that way because i'm that i love ministry i want to go 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 and sometimes i look mm-hmm. over and there's my son and i'm like wait mm-hmm. what has the lord mm-hmm. called me to first and i have yeah. to be intentional right. otherwise I'll be like, women need me. My son needs Mm -hmm. me.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: It's hard. It It
2: is. It's so difficult because, you know, with mothering too, the the women need me or the people need me and the effect I have there feels more significant than my sick child needs to be home with them or my kid just needs me. And I'm a nobody and nobody knows what I'm doing every day and nobody knows anything. It's okay. totally under, under the radar as opposed to, you know, the, the feeling of being needed right, <laughs> on a yeah. different level, you know, that's a, yeah. that's a very slope that I think we have to guard against also. And there's yeah. just a balance that we will have to strike, you know?
1: Yeah. Joy, yeah. I have a picture of my kids and I think they're like 12, nine and six. I don't know. They're, they're little, they're young and they're walking and somebody somebody gave us this as a gift um they're walking in like down a path in a forest and they're all they're holding hands and the caption underneath it was i have no greater joy than to know that my children walk with the lord um, and that's that's the bottom line for me it's like now i feel like you know now if i had more energy <laughs> i could do a lot more <laughs> because my kids are grown and they they don't they don't really need us the same way anymore but um I I can't tell you how I how I can't stress enough the whatever we have to do to bring our kids along with us to have to instill in them a personal love for Jesus in their own yeah. hearts because I knew at one point this is our thing. We have to pass that baton and it has to become their thing. How do we do yeah. that? How do we do that? We won't do it by just taking them to church and by just teaching them the Bible and just, you know, bringing them to all these things. We do it. We, we, we pass it from what we live and what we love that they want that too. Yeah. that's That's, so and that's good. the only and way that's going to
0: happen. Sometimes you don't see that until it's just a little too late. Sometimes mm. you don't see that until like, you're like, oh, you look back. And mm-hmm. and you know you have had the great joy of of doing that well and you know Jason and I went through very big church hurt and after that I I had that privilege that eye opening of um, I was able to look back and see the times when I had sacrificed my kids on the altar of ministry and you know what mm-hmm. when it was all over and we were moving on who was there with me my kids right not this ministry this church Mm -hmm. that we went through this you know painful time and Mm -hmm. and i was just like i was so thankful that the the lord showed me that it it was painful and it took me a while to forgive myself and get over it yeah um and we're back in another church and i can tend to sometimes feel that pull but now i can Mm -hmm. recognize it sometimes people don't recognize it until your kids are you know grown and older yeah
1: Mm yeah But it's never too late, Mm -hmm. you know. It's never too late. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: been fun so much. This has been fun. (laughs) And send me your book. I'm so excited, and we will. Yeah, you can maybe you just
1: email me uh, your address, and I will.
0: Okay. Thank you so
1: much. All right. All right. Bye, Lyns.
2: Bye. Love
0: you. Bye Patty. Bye Lindsay. Bye, Bye Joy. Boy. Thank
1: you. <laughs> we're saying
2: goodbye, but can I say one more thing? Yeah. Oh, Wait, no. do you want me
0: to stop the recording or you want to keep it going? No,
2: no, no. Keep it going. Just, okay. uh, just okay. what you were saying about it's never too late. I just really feel like somebody needs to really hear that
0: Yeah. because,
2: know. you know, we can listen to, to this podcast or any podcast and we can, you know, hear the great advice and it's, it, you know, if you've done it well and are on the other end of it, great. And, but if not, you can walk away from something like this really feeling bad. And you know, I just think that somebody just really needs to hear, um, the mercy of God, Mm -hmm. the grace of God, the arm of God to reach, um, you know, there's not a single soul. That, that he cannot reach and to never stop praying for your children and even your husband and your marriage, even as a pastor's wife, you know, there are so many marriages that are really suffering and um, our God is a God of hope and this yes. is a season of hope. And um, so to just, if, you, if, if you're the one listening who just is in a hopeless, seemingly yes. hopeless situation, to just know that is, a, that is a lie from the enemy um, because that's not the part of God.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Thank you so much for joining me for this powerful conversation. I am so glad you are here. Listen, if you need prayer, please go to our website, joyforministry.com. You can email joyforministry at gmail.com. We have a team of women who would love to pray for you. Also, go to our website for some more resources. I am so excited to announce that you could now buy our journal online. It is called He Is For Me. It is a devotional journey for women in ministry. Buy it for yourself. Buy it for a friend. Any woman who is in ministry, whether a pastor, a volunteer, worship team, children's church, pastor's wife, Make sure you get it in their hands. It is powerful and it has some great devotion. Lastly, we love to care for women. So if you need somebody to come and speak to your Bible study, your small group, your team of women, your staff at a conference, please reach out to us. We would love to come and spend some time caring for other women. Please make sure when you get off this podcast that you rate us, that you subscribe, like us, share us with your friends. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week for a powerful episode where I talk with Karen Stiller about her book, The Minister's Wife. You will not want to miss it.